Wednesday, wacky, funny book, comic book, you know it, Wednesday, welcome to the Dennis and Andy show, using a little different of a camera, it's a little wider of a shot, because the camera I usually use decides to take a big dump on me today, oh, uh, kind of feels like Wally vision, doesn't it, it's just, just so wide, it's <laughs> like, like, oh my god, hot shots, part duh. I mean, Wally literally, vision. if we put those banners down, Penumbra and our banner that we take, uh, our Dennis Nanny Show banner, you'd see a lot more of my office. I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't need this much scene. I like it when it's a little bit tighter, but uh, that's what she said. Anyhow, um, so we are here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us as usual. We love it when you guys join us. Um Starting, well, we have a big show today. We have a really big show today. Um, before we get to it, of course, I'm on shilling mode. Shilling and chilling. Look at that. Just a $1,208 away from the next stretch goal, people. And what is the next stretch goal? Oh, my God, Dennis. I'm so glad you asked. It is a metal, metal bookmark. Not a piece of paper. Not heavy paper, I but feel like there's one I could test. There is. It's it, this is not the actual art for it. It comes in this nice little sleeve. I'll use full screen so you can see the sleeve. It comes in a nice little protective sleeve, like that, so you don't cut yourself because you get and then blood would go flying. Feel the feel that. Oh my. Oh, that my. is a weapon. It's almost like a shuriken throwing star. Exactly. I don't want to destroy your. So this is this is just the prototype the guy sent me so I could see the quality of it. Um, the art, this is the art from the first bookmark from the first campaign, but there is new art featuring Penumbra, of course, because she is, as the trailer says, vivacious. And uh, yeah, so we're $1,208 away from that stretch goal, and everybody will get a metal bookmark, so let's make that happen. Do I hear a whoop, whoop? You get a whoop, whoop, whoop. You know it. What you get, what you get. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, we're just like, wow. Just wow. That's what Dennis does whenever I show just wow you know check out the trailer guys it'll just blow. just gets me excited in my loins whenever I see that video. Gets me all bothered in my nether regions. And that's where it should be. And that's why we don't have a couch. We have two separate chairs. That's right. Well, this isn't the couch show. It's uh, the Dennis and Andy show. And we are broadcasters. And uh, you don't see people at the nightly news sitting on a couch. That is not professional. So, guys, check out the campaign. Volume 2 coming at you. 
Look at this beautiful feature tier, volume one, volume two, and the program book, 65 bucks coming your way. You can only get the first one through the campaign now. So give it a looky-see. Look at all the fun perks. And uh, let's move on to it's Wednesday, Wednesday. What did the boys get? Well, or should I say what did the boy get? Dude, first time in I don't know how long. I didn't even go to the shop. I looked. I always look at the app to see what's coming out. And I usually can go, you know what? I'm going to go because I know I'll get something. There just wasn't anything. Marvel, nothing. DC, nothing. And there's one book that you got. And when we get to it, I do want to get. And I'll probably get it when we go out to dinner tonight. Well, but let's just, just look at what one of us got today. Well, you got enough for two. Wolverine as usual that's right you well, know it's nice adam kubert art but you know they float the art teams on this where adam does some and then somebody else comes in and i really just wish it was consistent i can understand it not being that way because you know adam needs the time he's not doing monthly stuff i get it um so it might be something to get in the trade we'll have to see so yeah. It's been solid. I know it has. Next. Next. Berserker. Now, okay, well, technically I got this because I backed the campaign just like you did. Yep. And even though you're buying the book, we because we're backers of the campaign, we get the digital link. So the digital link to this did come in my inbox. So technically I did get something. That is true. But I had it. And I can't wait for the collected volume to arrive. Now, here's the question that I totally forgot. Is the collected stuff six issues or four? Like, is this the end of the first story arc? No. No, I think it's six. So what month are we now? We're July. August is number five. Yep, September. September 6th. And I believe the hardcover is supposed to be coming in september or october so yeah so that's good so it'll be coming soon so i'll be able to read it because i don't like reading digital stuff on my tablet unless i ultimately have to and uh and i did read the first issue of this and it was so good i was like you know what i'd rather just wait and read it in one nice sitting so that's the plan sword last annihilation yep it's more of dealing with the aftermath of what happened and Planet X-Men and uh, the Hellfire Gala. Did they get shrunk down? Is that why they're smaller than a champagne flute? We'll find out why. I don't know why. Little add Or juice. it could be a really, really big one. Cable, same thing. I'm kind of thinking, you know, maybe this is the cable where, because, you know, they are going to be getting rid of young cable and bringing back good cable that everybody likes. Oh, thank so, God. Maybe this is the issue that this happens, and maybe it maybe ends the cable run, because, yeah, that was kind of unnecessary. It really, really detracted a lot from, from, from cable. So I hope this is it. Well, I will say this about the cover art. Phil Noto did it. I like Phil Noto's painting and painting technique a lot. I love how he blurred out this side right here. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of guys would have kept that in the same, you know, painting wise, they would have just done it almost in the same focus and tightness of details on everything else. But just by doing that, I mean, it really does give you that realistic fit, feel when you look at something, things in your periphery are blurred out in real life. So yeah, kudos. That's a, it's, it's a cool cover. I got, awesome I actually got the variant and I've got I, this one, but I really did like this one as the regular cover. So yep. Glad, you should just give it, it to me. Mm. Um, here's what's weird. I always like to make... So look, Dennis, the little stupid Wi-Fi symbol showing up, which makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, and, and, did. and now that you're here, I'll show you why it makes no sense. Because on you're, this, you're hardwired. And it even says Wi-Fi is off. Yeah. So I don't understand why that shows when it literally says the Wi-Fi is turned off. So I don't it, know. It is a, it's a technical marvel. It's a technical marvel, not a Beta Ray Bill marvel. Beta Ray Bill. You know, I was very excited for this, and I'm going to finish it out. I, I think it's okay. 
I don't um, even know what issue it is. This must be five. Bad. Okay. So yeah, it's order. issue number five. Okay. It's it's solid. Uh, you know, it's fine. Um, I kind of wanted a little more out of it, and especially them, you know, with meeting uh, with the Simonsons and going through it. I just had a little bit bigger expectations, but I don't hate the book. Um, I'll I'll read it to its natural conclusion. You know, I gotta have to be honest. If this is the enthusiasm you had when you used to sell cars, I can see why you didn't sell many. Nice. Yeah, I mean this Ford, okay. I mean it's fine. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, you know, it's okay. You might I, want I it. definitely would am not all that excited for a, a pitch on it. Now this I'm excited for. <laughs> Just had to, uh, This is me. awesome. Start um, right here. It, and it's the Tholian. The, the Tholians are coming to Earth, and it's dealing with the Tholian web stuff. Love it. This is this is better than the crap that they put out in, in the movies. I'm going to be honest. Um, although the first one was good, this has just been really... The, the IDW has done a good job with, uh, you know, with, with this title. So, you know, kudos to them. And the artists that they have know how to draw the Enterprise, which is something that I always look for. I was actually going to ask, are they doing... So year five, as in from the original Star Trek. Right? Correct. But they're probably not allowed to do likenesses of like Shatner and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, they are allowed. Sure. They, so they how's can. the guy doing with those? Uh, again, the the art's been 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 decent. The stories have been decent. This has been a really good uh, a title. If you're a Star cool. Trek fan, I've liked where they where, where they're taking this. So yeah, year five has been great. This is. I think basing it off of a lot of what the original scripts would have been or could have been um, had they continued the series. Oh, very cool. We're into phase two. Good to know. Dune. Uh, this I, is the new one. I haven't read it, but I have watched the new trailer that came out. I'm really looking forward to the movie. So wait, didn't they just do wrap up a Dune? What was it, a miniseries? Now they're doing a new miniseries? Yeah, so um, Atreides was the uh, first one. This is the start of... Uh, of a new one, um, Blood of the uh, Sardaukar. Sardaukar. Yes. So I haven't even had a chance to flip through it yet, but I can't wait to. Crossing my fingers, it's good. I've, I've enjoyed the last one. Um, I am going to be doing a, a full review on, on, on the House of Atreides. Nice. Uh, last book you'll ever read. Is this the truth? Will this be the last book? What if you put this down? You literally have a heart attack. Then that could be the last book I have to read. Quite literally. Susie comes in, sees you in bed, blue. And she picks up the comic and she's like, ah, no! Yeah, I've already been through that once and it was green. So, and then she calls uh, me and gives me yeah. X-Men number one signed by Stan Lee at 25. No, because she doesn't even know where it is. Oh my God. The last book you'll ever read. This was not even on my list. Um, he had a copy of it there, and um, I looked through it, and I was like, ah, I was really torn. Um, um, the artist, I know she's from something. That's why I'm sitting there going, um, same artist as the cover. Uh, Lays. Well, it's 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 Lays, and yeah, she's from good. something else that we're putting out. I don't think it's from Fall. So you know, it just it just it just clicked on me when i was there i didn't have a lot of time and it this the art looked okay but it, it was a potentially an interesting story so i'm giving it a shot i'm going to give this one a shot whereas i wasn't wouldn't normally do it i'll do a quick flip and you guys can all see what i'm talking because about. i like to put you on the spot any idea what it's about no not at all even with it looked, magic, even with that magic machine in front of you nope because then i have to look it up and we got so many books i'm just not going to do it oh, uh you'll damn. wait for the quick flip damn he's holding out like a stripper yeah it looks supernatural it looks supernatural but we'll see holding out like a stripper on a pole oh i heard you it's giving comic fans blue balls black beacon now it's heavy metal and um you know I did. I actually kind of flipped through it when I, I'm there, so I'm get, definitely going to give this one a shot. When I do the quick flip, you guys will have to let me know what you what you think. Um, I think it's for me because um, I just finished off the uh, um, last Iraqi, and that was great. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I'm going to be finished off the full review of that series. Um, this one. But I think when it's a heavy metal elements, it's collected stuff from their magazine. I think so. I think. That, that kind of has the cover treatment as well. And I don't get a lot of the, the magazine, just certain right. ones and stuff. So 
I kind of like, like I got the the one with Bart's uh, stuff in it. That yeah, made that that he did, and that was really good. Cool. Sun-iversal. We all already know the only reason I got this book, although the boobages you know, and the I, I did well. It's Perillo. It is good, Perillo, and that is just a really freaking cool demon that she he's got sitting there. That is just an awesome cover, and you know, again, I I almost wish you would just do all the covers of this because I might almost pick this up and read it. I did actually kind of flip through it. I, I may actually have to start reading it. Just, and I've just been getting it because well, of you the should. Cover. I mean, you're buying it. You yeah, well. but you know, I, I got it for the art, but you know, it actually kind of looks pretty decent. So we'll see. I'm just thinking if there was somebody that looked like this in real life with the hands and the stuff she has and the feet like that and tail. I mean, because if you look from here to here, it's pretty rocking and the face doesn't even look bad. So I'm, I'm just trying to think if I was single and this walked up to me and said, let's do it, I'd probably take a whack at it. Just go. would you know? Why not? Hmm. Hmm. That explains a lot. You wouldn't? Is it the feet that are throwing you off or the tail? Wow. The, you mean the barbed razor tail that would just slice you well, in? Yeah, I mean, you would Or the big that. old hoofs on there that if your feet were down there, wow. they would just smash them? In her case, I wouldn't have her ankles next to my ears because of that. Yeah. I just don't think you're ever enough. Just, oh, no, probably not. Oh, Seven Swords. Uh, this has been pretty cool. Uh, again, if you go back and check out the quick clip, this is dealing with D'Artagnan, you know, the, the musketeers, and he has to go around and get some of the world's yep. most famous, famous swordsmen. Loved the hell out of the first issue, so I can't wait for this. So I was very excited to see that was in, in the poll this week. Lighthouse. 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 So Jules uh, Verne's Lighthouse. Um, very sci-fi. This has been pretty good. It hasn't gotten a huge response from even the quick flips and stuff like that. So I'm thinking it's a it's a very niche audience on this. Um, I am definitely giving it through this episode, you know, this issue. Um, I was like episodes, but, you know, just to see where, where it's going to go to see if it's going to We'll find out when I do the full reviews on this one. One through three, is it going to continue to make the cut, or is this fall by the wayside? Uh-oh. We'll, we'll find out. Uh-oh. I think uh, I'm going to say it falls by the wayside. That's just me. Um, that, that's my thought. Uh, what's this one? Death by Life. Death by now, life. I wound up getting issue number three on accident, and... Um, and I happened to pick it up, and I'm like, well, that actually looks kind of interesting and dark. And one and two, we don't know why I wouldn't have got it one and two. So I literally tonight just went out and found them and ordered them, and then issue four came out today. Because I did uh, flip through issue three, and I'm like, wow, this actually looks, this has potential. Very dark, again, Andy probably likes it because it looks like it's got demon-type women and stuff in it. So, you know, it's, probably, it's kind of probably up your alley. You mean see the tail and everything I see like it. that? I was looking at ass, then I saw the tail. Yeah. I was checking that. Yes. Chariot, the Chariot, final issue. Issue five came out. This wraps up the story. This has been a great, you know, this has been a great, fun story. If you're a fan of the 80s or from like the movie The Wraith with Charlie Sheen, a little bit of Auto Man type stuff, this this just kind of has it all. It's a really good throwback series, a super surprise hit. I've enjoyed the hell out of the first four. I can't wait to see how this finishes it up. I hope it goes out on a high note, and I'll be curious to see what they do next. Um, from the art side, the art is really nice in this book. The covers have all been really nice and designy, kind of movie poster-esque, as you can see. Uh, even the logo has kind of a uh, uh, movie poster vibe. Uh, and the art's really nice. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to wait now that it's all wrapped up. I knew it was only five, so I'm going to be able to go through one through five and uh, in one jump. But I did, well, once again, I read the first one, and I enjoyed it, and I figured, you know what, I'll just wait. Is definitely for those of you that didn't get it, it's definitely worthy of a trade if you like that era. 
in a trade, I'm sure. The Blue Flame. Another one, I, I if you go back, I did the quick flip and review of uh, the first one. Um, now I'm going to do a full review of the first three on this one. And we're going to see if this makes the cut or not. I, I kind of enjoyed the uh, the first one. It was a bit of a surprise to me. So we're going to see if this one makes, makes the cut pass three. This one also has nice art on the inside, nice clean style. It's... Yep, it's basically a superhero book. It is. And it, it is. And it has a style that fits it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. Again, it was a good, it's it's from Vault. Yeah. And that was a it was a it was a good book. It's Star Wars. I'm getting the regular one. I've dropped the other ones now, so I'm now just getting the main story. And as long as they keep doing a, a good writing job with the uh, with the main story, I'll get it. But if this goes down the path of some of the other titles that they've had, I, I may wind up dropping it all to uh, all together. We'll, we'll find out what happens, but it's still been solid. Whatever happened to that rock creature thing? Remember? What was the name of that stupid thing? Rocknar? Is that what the name was? Remember uh, the new character? It was like a rock or something oh, we were making that, fun that, of? That's not in this. That's oh. the High Republic. Oh. And that I gave up on that. That's crap. That oh, is okay. pure crap. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's not regular Star Wars. Ooh, this is a good one. Amazing. Been waiting for this. This cover in particular, I can't wait to actually read this issue. Um, it's pulpy. number one of five. Amazing fantasy, but just look at that cover. It's very pulpy. It has yes. that pulp feel to it. Nice, uh, you know, for people of Dennis's age, it makes him feel like a kid again with the pulpiness. Yep, yep. And then for my elders, they should they should appreciate it as well. Yeah, they should. Um, so there you go. I, I mean, that is a beautiful cover. It's Kyle Andrews, who has worked in many different styles. Uh, he's very versatile. So have to see how that looks after Dennis gives it a read. Vinyl is the one that I was talking about. Um, it's from the guys that did Plastic, the writer and artist of that book which was really really good that's what i need to let you borrow actually yeah you still have to catch up on other thing i let you borrow well look at so, I, I got 20 no, books today no borrowing for you i know i got 20 books just to read today plus i've got to spend tomorrow with what time i have doing the quick clips and then i gotta dip my full reviews in but vinyl is one that uh this is the one that i will get when we go out after this to eat stop and get it because i do like the story I did the review um, on one, and it was really good. It was, wasn't it? Yes. Nice little serial killer stuff with the FBI and whatnot involved. Yep, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So I'm going to keep picking this one up and crossing my fingers. It's, it stays really good. So, you know, good good for you guys. Um, Image. I assume it's a May series because that's what Plastic was. Yes, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be done yeah, the same game as Plastic. I, I think Plastic was only four issues, so I'm guessing this is as well. Um, yeah, the only only people that changed on it, it's still Doug Wagner uh, writing it. And, oh, my God, I can't remember the artist. Uh, ignore my phone. I can't remember the artist's uh, first name, but his last name is Hilliard. Uh, Dave Stewart on covers. The first plastic was Laura Martin, I believe. I think they're calling you to, and, let, to let you know about vinyl. And then and Dukeshire on letters. So, uh, yeah, if you like plastic, uh, I would definitely pick this book up for sure. Moving on, Avengers uh, Mech Strike. Oh, that's all I can say is. Oh, it's not good. It's the the story. No, I, I am disappointed. Really? Obviously, in the story, um, I love the art. You know, I oh, yeah. like mech stuff. You know, um, it's a mini series. I think it's either this one, it's either five or six. So this is either the end or or the next one. I, I I'm glad it's a mini series. Um, I was hoping it was going to be really good because I'm a huge Shogun Warrior fan. Sure. You know, love Shogun Warriors. I loved it you know, back when it was even the cartoons on Showtime, um, and and the comic books. Um, I love anything dealing with mechs or Robotech stuff. So you know, there you know when you're combining superheroes and cool mech stuff, if you do a really good job, this could have been really cool. It's not that it's garbage; uh, it looks good. The story is just, eh, it's well, kind of weak. Carlos, it, it, 
Carlos Magno, the artist, is good for this stuff. He's really detail-oriented, so... Yeah, you have to you be know. for that type of stuff. Yeah. What's up, Eric McIntyre? Hello. Hey, Eric. Um, yeah, you definitely have to be. So, good artistic choice for Sad that the story isn't that great. Yeah. Cult of Dracula. Yeah, and this is five. I think there's one more after this. Um, you know, it's been solid. Um, you know, we, we did have... Um, uh, the creator on uh, um, earlier, well, a few months ago. Yeah. Quite a few months ago. Well, now. it was when the first one came out, so five months. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's a reimagining of of the Dracula um, and into the modern day type stuff. And it, it was quite interesting. I just decided I, I enjoyed it. Um, you had to switch artists in there, but it, it flowed nice from what we had into the new stuff. And uh, I'm, I said I would pick it up to the end. I, I really just want to see where, where this goes. And then when this is done, I'll be curious to see what if they do anything with this afterwards. So I'm going to get this to its natural conclusion as well. I'd like to bite into her. That is a really, I love the, the artwork on the covers. have been spectacular the last yeah. few issues. And then this is, uh, for people that don't know, Dennis and I went to... Uh, con over the weekend and savannah savannah georgia we stayed in pooler pooler georgia at a motel six and they did leave the light on for us it was so nice of them they left the light on and the music running 24 7. oh yeah because in pooler georgia those people party all the time actually on a serious note because i was trying to tell uh uh when i recapped it on my stream two days ago what the hell is the name of the restaurant we ate at uh spankies spankies that's it we ate at this local joint down the road from the hotel called spankies and it was recommended it, it was recommended highly as a barbecue joint and that's even what it looked like from the signage and the, uh the decor all that stuff looked like a barbecue joint what you don't expect to see on the menu of a barbecue joint is pizza <laughs> yes and my God, we got Spanky Special, which is like just loaded up with meat and everything. And of course, they say, oh, we make all the crust in-house that day, which I don't really know if that's a selling point. Because if I'm going to a restaurant, I don't expect the restaurant, if they're serving pizza, to order out crust. So I kind of expect every restaurant to make it. But nope, how, and that's not true. whatever the ingredient, special ingredient was, this was some of the best pizza I've ever had. It was so good. Yeah, it was solid. It was it was good. So we got we had a good weekend at the convention, and um, uh, that of course that's Flash Gordon. I mean, Flash. Uh, <laughs> you don't get high. You save the universe, but I, I leave that for you. Flash. Sopranos. <laughs> but yeah, we were sitting there at our booth talking, and he just walked over, and Sam came over to. To, to shoot the breeze for a while, because I haven't seen him since um, Fayetteville. I saw him a couple of years ago at uh, Mikey's show in, in Fayetteville. And um, I, I'm telling you, the guy has not aged today. He yeah. doesn't look any different. So I've seen him. This is the third time. He doesn't look any different than he did like five, six years ago when the first time I saw him. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. He's big. He's like 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, big dude. Fun fun to talk to. So, yeah, he came over. It was nice talking with Mr. Flash. I believe he's Chris Hemsworth, height 6'4". Could be. Yeah, he could, could be 6'4". I think that's Chris Hemsworth. So, yeah. yeah, so that was cool meeting him. We traded. I gave him. He wanted one of my little sketchbooks, so I got a print. Uh, Dennis got something, too. Yeah. I, he said you can have more than one thing, so I hooked Dennis up. Hold on, I'll solo it. Hold on. Yeah, I know you will. Dennis got himself a little Flash Gordon print, uh, Alex Ross painting. Yeah, cause, I mean, it's Alex Ross. I mean, exactly. come on, guys. Come on. Scott. Hey, hey Scott. guys. What's up? Yeah. So, no, it was great. Glad he came over, like I said, because we haven't seen him for a couple of years. Doesn't look any different. I'm like, seriously, the guy's ageless. He does. He travels through time, and he just looks the same. It's amazing. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, we also met. Um, I'm not in this picture because Dennis was like, take it. And I was I don't want to be in it. No, you take it. And I was like, fine. Um, and he's still whining about it. I am. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, so the woman standing next to Dennis, Dennis is the handsome fellow on the left, wearing the right. Dennis and Andy shirt, um, is actually 
the woman who, after the Batman TV show went off the air, Adam West and Burt Ward would, you know, travel around, do conventions in the 70s. And she, with DC's permission, dressed up in a Batwoman costume from the 70s and traveled around with those guys. Yep. She still has the original costume that she yep. wore from 1977 to 1984. Yep. Um, she just wrote a book called Bat Driven. What's your name? Um, uh, Karen. Karen. Um, Whitefield. Whitefield, yeah, Whitfield. Whitfield. Kara Whitfield. And um, she, uh, that's her whole family. That's yeah, now, her daughter-in-law and her son. And that's the funny thing. That's not her daughter. And you'd think it would be her daughter and then they look her son-in-law. But it's actually her daughter-in-law. And then that's her son because she was married to a guy that is really large and I guess played football uh, for a bit. So anyhow... They were great neighbors. Oh, my we, God. We, we, we had a blast so much so that that she already asked us. Um, she wants to be on our podcast. So we said we will we will pick a point when we have time in the near future and we're going to have her on there. She's got a great story to tell, but they were fantastic neighbors. So, yeah. you know, very, very, very glad that we had them at the show. And then if you want to see all the cool stuff, we actually did a, a, a podcast on our hall that we got from Savannah. Yes, we did. It was weird when Dennis tried putting the costume on. That wasn't really cool, but she got over it. So, the least I didn't do. Hey, King. What's up, King Banks? Well, I tried putting on the cape and everything. I was like, fat guy in a little bat woman suit. <laughs> and that is what we're going to be talking about now. First up, Masters of the Universe Revelation, Bait and Switch. Oh, yes. by now, all of you guys that are out there have heard all about it. So, uh, hey, Reggie. What's up, Reggie? Oh, Flash did save every one of us. Flash! <laughs> every time. He did. He's, it's awesome. That's awesome. I wake up in the middle of night doing that, actually. Scares the shit out of my wife. I know. And she smacks you and goes back to sleep. She does. So, yeah, Masters of the Universe. So we decided um, we wound up seeing, because we knew we wanted to see old while we were in Savannah, and then we had to finish off Masters. We were very excited. Now, by now, you guys have heard all that's been going on um, about Masters of the Universe. You've heard it. Now, you guys know I'm a Kevin Smith fan. have been for years. My wife is, too. Um, you know, we've not only seen all of his movies many times. They own them all. If he came to speak, we'd want to go see him, all that type of stuff. And when you kind of heard the fight going on, I always would err on the side of Kevin Smith going, nah, he's a fanboy. He just wouldn't do that to us, would he? No. Would he? So we were like, no, the toys look fantastic that they were coming out with. And so Andy's like, we need to watch this while we're here. So we, we stayed up late and just so that we could watch through Masters of the Universe Revelation and Andy, was it a revelation? Oh my God, was it a revelation of garbage? Is what it was a revelation of. Because now I will say this it doesn't say anywhere in the title He Man in Masters of the Universe or Masters of the Universe starring He Man. So you can get away with saying, hey, wasn't peddled as a He Man show. But I'm sorry, you go up to most people that are in this world of ours, so obviously not my wife, probably not Dennis's wife, but if you go up to people in this world of ours and go, hey, Masters of the Universe, what do you think of? They're going to say He-Man, they're going to say Skeletor. Then they're going to probably say Orko, Man-at-Arms, you know, Tila, and work their way down. And then eventually they'll get to She-Ra. Right. But they say He-Man. That's what the fans expected. It's almost like saying, guys, it's we're doing we're doing Batman, and then Batman's in the first episode, and the rest of the series is about Batwoman. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not signing up for this. The, the, and, the issue was he didn't, you know, he said right out there, and, and if you watch the trailers, it was He-Man. He-Man was in the forefront. It was He-Man, right. He-Man. Everything was peddled as He-Man. So even though, you know, I think it was a clownfish that came out, they had published an article saying that an insider had said it. 
And we were like, nah, Kevin just wouldn't do that to us, man. It, yeah, I know Tila was always kind of heavy in the show, but they would not utterly do a complete head fake on us and right. let it be the Tila show because, he, come on, he just wouldn't do that. And then he, he watched that. it. I mean, Nate, look, this is going to be riddled with spoilers, so if you don't want to hear them, cool. If you want to hear them so you can make a decision, because I'll – I will honestly tell you right now. Because we we are also going to talk about the comic book of the same name, which is a prequel. Right. Um, I'll tell you right now. Each episode's about 25 minutes. There's five episodes. So you're looking at two and a half hours. It's like a movie. It's a long movie. But, guys, unless you just want to watch it for the art, because the art's fantastic. Animation's great. So highlights? Highlights. Animation? Yes. Art? I thought He-Man looked good, but once again, for some odd reason, they, with all women, not just Tila, but the Sorceress, Tila, um, Evelyn, they gave them more hard edges and more angles and stuff, and they just didn't look feminine. Now, the Sorceress, you know, kind of did because of her costume and the whole bird thing, she has going on. Eva Lynn took her headdress off. She had nice flowing white hair. That helped out. Even in the beginning of the first episode, Tila takes her helmet off or her headdress and her hair's flowing. You're like, oh, not bad. And then she gets the butch cut and you're just like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're making this chick so masculine. And it was, it was really a bait and switch. The whole gist is Prince Adam ends up sacrificing himself in the first episode uh, with the with the sword, the power, the the power of the sword or whatever to save Eternia basically and and dies and takes Skeletor with him. Now the cool thing, the first episode wasn't bad. Well because he mean, was in it. Right, but he was in it, they went through it. Um, you know, the story itself wasn't horrible to start with. And then when, when He-Man dies, and then it goes downhill really quick. So you guys, like, brothers are really No, we're friends. really good friends. I mean, honestly. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, if that were the case, I got the looks and the brains, and he got the ability to draw comics. So I, I guess that's where it would come. And but we're not big really. dick. So you know what? Looks and brains, I draw comics with a huge... Uh-huh. So, uh, I'll take that any well, day of the week. In the fact that this is definitely not a kid's show. Now, like I said, this went went down really quickly once He-Man died. And you're like, please don't let him be gone, all of this. And then Tila took offense oh, because she didn't know that the, the true secret. Oh, and it became me. about, oh, woe is me. You guys didn't tell me. Screw you, king. Screw you, queen. Screw well, no. you, sorceress. So, I, and then and then they get rid of Man at Arms because and they exile him from the kingdom. So Man at Arms won before you find out uh, the secret and stuff, or she does. Tila becomes a Man at Arms because she's graduated up to that through her training and whatnot. Dad's getting old. Uh, yeah, Dad's getting old, so she becomes a Man at Arms. Um, which I can't even believe they, they call her that because that is just the wrong gender. Um, but who knows with that butch haircut, maybe that's how she identifies. Um, but she she gets her feelings get hurt because she didn't know, you know, when 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 he man sacrifices himself, he turns back to Prince Adam and she finds out and her feelings are hurt and she's all whiny about it and boo-hooey. And then you find out that Prince Adam's mom knew, but the king didn't know. So his dad didn't even know. And they never really made good sense of why his dad didn't Correct. know. And then why, why, why his mom did. And, of course, that was the thing again. And, and of course, his dad got angry and banished man-at-arms because he was supposed to protect him all. How do you protect Prince Adam when, when right. he's he? I That's mean, the thing, too. Seriously, yeah. it the made king, no sense. Even the king gets his little feelings bent out of shape. Oh my God! How can I not know? Men at arms, you, you and disloyal. Blah, and you're my wife banished. knew about this and I didn't. Oh, if you come back, I'm I'm executing you. And I'm like, oh God, this made no sense. 
it's sad. And of course, Skeletor, you know, gets killed off at it. And we find out that the sword really is just the lock to unlock it. And then we find out Castle Grayskull isn't even Castle Grayskull. It's the Palace of Wisdom, and this has just been a facade the entire right. time. Right. Seriously, you literally, in the first, at the end of the first episode, you've taken all the He-Man lore and just shit on it. You've just <laughs> literally shit on it and wrapped it up in tinfoil. Ah, it's just crap. It's said when the show, when Evil Lynn, uh, Lena Headey plays Evil Lynn, she was kind of like, oh, she becomes I'm, really likable. Right. Actually. I actually like her better than any than of the, the, the Right. Yeah. Tila and her her friend Andra, played by Tiffany Smith, they were a thing, but not really a thing. And they kind of hinted that they were an right. item, but they didn't really say it. And it was just like, we didn't need these sexual overtones in there. It was just like, it was, I could care less about either one of them. And then Oracle wound up being a whiny little thing in spoiler, which of course, if you guys haven't seen spoilers now, we, we can't help it. Come Thank back you. afterwards. They kill off Orko in a whiny, complete fashion that was on there. And he was never anybody's favorite character from the original, but he had his place in it. And Kevin Smith, they actually played the clip. He did it just to piss off fans and, and, and to see it. That angered me when I actually had seen the clip. They did it. Um, Liam Cunningham played Master at Arms. So all the characters, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was Tila, and I don't know. Most, well, and then, and, most and, all the characters were good in terms of their, well, their voice actors. Right. Oh, Dietrich Bader was trapped. Oh, oh yeah. He's always great. Mark Hamill, Skeletor, sounded like a joker, but that's okay. Um, they go to Man at Arms in the third episode or so. Second, Third episode, I think, they go to Man at Arms. And because they need his help and it's like, literally, dude, you have to make another power sword or whatever. It's the only thing that can save Eternia. And he's like, nope. The king said, if I did that, I'd be, you know, I'd be executed or whatever. It's like, what part of, if you don't do this, Eternia is going to go bye-bye. Don't you understand? Yeah. So if you, you don't, don't do this, the universe is gone. The universe is gone. You know, and then and I'm does, still just going to pout and go no, right? And he's still going to pout and be a little bitch. Um, I just these just didn't feel like the characters of the original show, which apparently Kevin Smith said this was picking up a little bit of time after the original show from the '80s, just obviously with a different visual look to it. And it just didn't feel like the actual original characters in the way they handled themselves. I mean, Teela was kind of a bitch. I don't remember her being kind of yeah. a bitch in the first. Mark Hamill was great Skeletor, but oh, I mean, Skeletor's he sounded, great. of course, he's the Joker. Come on. Yeah. He sounded like him. He was great, a great voice actor for it. And he comes back at the, at the end. So we're just going to skip through. The whole middle section of it was just garbage all the way through. And then we get to the end, and oh, He-Man's he going to come back. He's going to wind up saving everybody. And right when he's getting the power to save the universe, I have the power. Uh, oh, he gets stabbed, and they denut He-Man again, Skeletor this time. He gets the sword, and Evelyn goes and joins him. And you're like, so literally, they denutted He-Man in the first 20 minutes. And then he's basically a flashback character for the rest of it. And then they bring him back just to denote him at the very last few minutes again. And, and you know, it sucked. You know, it's not even a kill shot. He got ran through, but it wasn't like straight through. It was off to the side a little bit. So it's not like it's a kill shot. Supposedly, uh, when you were over before the show, we were listening to something. Supposedly, there's 10 episodes and they're doing five and then release another five didn't we hear that yeah there, this is supposed to be just the so, first so part. this is the first part so you know you know he's not dead and apparently the next five he's going to be you know he-man will be back and be most more central and blah 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 but like, at this point you already lost me i'm done yeah, I, i'm done me you know and i'm like you know what screw that i'll just go back and go watch the original He-Man. And even the one from, I think it was like 2002, 
you know, that was bad. This what I even like Dolph Lundgren, uh, He Man, oh, Master dude, of the Universe, better. He was. That it was. was it was, was way better than it this. It was. It was. It was good for what it was. I mean, I'm trying to remember. Didn't didn't Frank Langella play Skeletor? Oh wow! I want to say yeah. he did, and it was just a shitty master. Oh yeah, it was horrible, and it was mask. still better than this. Here's the thing: yeah. the artwork was fantastic. This had the makings; they had the crew together to do something incredible with this and make lots of money, sell lots of toys, and have a fan following that would be behind it. What they chose to do is go woke and absolutely, literally eviscerate. He man, and if I'm done. Dude, I, I'm just done. If this dude was in every episode, I just would have been like, "Yeah, this is He Man." I'm not trying to say He Man's not for girls. I'm not saying that at all. But the majority audience that watched this show originally were boys, and now the boys are grown up, us, and we're excited to watch it again. And then you get, you know, if if. If guys like us, if we have young kids or sons, bring them in and bring your daughters in too. That's fine. Teal is there, but she's not the show. Well, even I, was, I, I think it was IGN's review of it after we watched it. I went and read it, and it was like, oh, and it talks about you know, she, you know, Shira, you know, the long lost, uh, you know, brother of He Man. And you're like, whoa, 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 sister. whoa, sister. I was like. He managed because it's his parents that are there. She was on. I'm like, wow, they are literally trying to retro the entire universe. You know what? I'm, I'm done. Which will bring us to the comic book because I don't even want to rate. Okay, we do got to give the movie a CGC rating. Oh, well, the CGC rating for the whole season of Masters Universe Revelation, uh, I'll just give it a 3 0. It yeah. was just, and that's out of ten. And I'm doing so. two five, which you all know what we did. It it was it was garbage. If it wasn't for how good the animation was, it, th this would be my first point five ever. But the animation was so stellar that at least I got to give props to that. And then we turn around. Let's talk about art from the comic book version, which is the prequel. This kind, the story should have been completely out before the series was uh released on netflix because it would have right. made more sense but we did yeah, i, don't even know I got the, the mike uh magnolia cover and he got a, a nice cover i like the cover on this one. yeah it's, it's painted by stefan sedgic i know i butchered his name because i usually tend to do that but i got this cover look i'm a huge mike mignola fan um but you know, every artist isn't meant to draw everything, and I thought his He-Man cover was just an epic fail, and it was just, you know, it's Mike's style. I get it. It's really stylized, but I think at the same time, as an artist, you should be able to not, I'm not saying Mike should change his style to draw He-Man, but he could adapt proportions to make the drawing fit the he-man universe better while still drawing in his really graphic designing style right so but and if you want to look at you know what we'll do is we'll just kind of show you even in here so let's just talk art a little bit you know there's the art it's it's all right it's kind of cartoony yeah um you know you can talk they, about they, the art in it yeah because you can talk about the story they definitely went uh, the artist's name is uh, Mindy Lee. I looked her work up online before the book came out so I could see what it looked like as being a He-Man fan. I've drawn him a few times for commissions for people. He-Man somebody I would have always loved to have drawn. Uh, so I looked her art up online. At first glance online, looking at her portfolio, I was like, oh, I could see this. They want to do an animated type cartoony style with the book because it's based on the show. But then my thought is, well, if they're going to do that, why not tell the artist? Because once again, in comics, we're commercial artists. You could, an editor could say, I'd like to see you try to draw in this style. So what I mean is, if they wanted a cartoony person, artist to do the book, they could have tried a couple of people out and said, do your best to match the art style of the animation. You know, Disney has put books out, comic books out before that match animation style so they could have done that 
And then I think it would have been more cohesive. Instead, they just figured, oh, this girl draws kind of cartoony. It's based on a cartoon. That'll work perfectly. But it just didn't come across. And this is this is kind of a, a catch-22 in a way. The cartoon, or car- a cartoon can come across as serious and dramatic, even though it's a cartoon. But this cartoony style, I didn't get a serious, dramatic vibe from this book. So I prefer to have seen a more serious art style like the cover not necessarily this artist but somebody you know that draws in a more uh stylized realism for the book and i think that would have helped the story some yeah on the story side i so we wound up watching the show first and then i went right i'm like wow i wonder how this is going to lead up into it and right away there's something that happens she's like oh I want Prince Adam should be here. And then he man's like, well, uh, Sheila, uh, oh, I just can't tell you, which is, of course, the lead into the entire series. And that's kind of the highlight. Um, you know, it was. Well, they, I love how uh, he man's was his, his great great grandpa is a black he man. Yeah. So, of course, they, they which did. Which is kind of weird. They did kind of go there because, and they don't explain it because. Right. You're right. Uh, his great great or great 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 grandfather was an African American right. uh, person, and they don't really explain much. And then you get to see some of the other ones that have held the sword over over time, over the generations. And basically. you know, and and Prince Adam was the only one that, when he you know got to go to their version of heaven, you know, and stay there. Um, He's the only one that chose his prince form instead of his muscle-bound form. Right. His primary form. What a And I'm, I'm going to go like, there. Everybody else is Jack walking around like, yeah, I'm here for basically eternity. I'm going to look like this prince. Ad- I just want to look like Prince Adam. Yeah. And needless to say, this story was about as bad leading into the show as it was. So already I picked up issue number one. And I don't I'm do done. it very often. I'm done. I've already canceled it. It's it's off my poll. Um, now, yeah. if you want Dennis to buy, keep buying it. Make it X Revelation. <laughs> if, if it would have been Masters an X Men Universe X Revelation, and he buy it because it would be that big X for Revelation. Nah, I'd still had to tie him. But yep, I'm done with He yeah, Man. So, I'm not even yeah. going to rant on anymore. I know people are still having podcasts and live streams yeah, about it's, it. It's, at, at this point, I am done. I'm over. Kevin Smith has and, lost the credibility that I've always given him in my mind because he just didn't come out and make a mistake or did it. He, he went after the clownfish guys who ultimately were, were right, and it, it just didn't need to be it, or he could have come out and said, you know what, I just kind of wanted to – you know, you know, hide it from the audience, so I couldn't really say too much. But man, I'm I'm done. I'm just kind of done. Oh, oh the AEW show tonight. There Virginia. is. There Damn it! I didn't know that, or I might have went. Well, son of a bitch, Michael, you should have told us. Dennis and I could have maybe got tickets and come to see it. Thanks, Michael. Well, I heard about it actually on the way here. I was listening to the local oh. radio. And they were like, yeah, we're getting ready for the thing tonight. I know. It would have been fun. But here we are doing our podcast. And I got a 10 o'clock podcast going on somebody's channel. So with Revelation wiping that taste out of our mouth, we've got to talk about something positive. But real quick, critic score for the Netflix show was 92. Last we checked, he's looking now. The critics. Those genius critics gave it a big 92, and audience score was starting at 41, and last we checked, it was 32. Now we'll see what it's at. It is 95 Rotten Tomato critic score and 35 audience score. So so they uh, averaged it at 3.5, which is a little bit better than what we did. But, yeah, yeah. needless to say, that is your current uh, – Current score. Um, what did he say at the bottom down there? Oh, it just popped up. Uh, look for the giant. I will. In the floor. I will. I will. Um, so okay, so we need to talk about something good. Palate cleanser. It's like eating a saltine before you move on to a different drink. 
You got to cleanse the palate. It's kind of like eating a saltine after drinking a garbage dark beer. You want to wash that shit out of your mouth so you can go to a nice such an ass. Um, good. Anyhow, old. The movie Old. We are going to talk about M. Um, Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Now, he's I, either hit or miss. Correct. And like his first several, you know, if you go back to Signs and Unbreakable, Glass, some of those. I loved him. The Village, some of his later stuff, Last Airbender. Oh, it was just crap. So for me, this could either be a really good movie or a really bad one. I was kind of leaning towards bad, but he goes, we really do need to see it. I yeah, was, we got to see it. I was intrigued because I like, I mean, I think every M. Night Shyamalan movie is is a mystery. You know, there's always something at the end. And you know, he deals always, with time and something. There's always a twist. Form. Right. And this one looked to me like the ultimate mystery. You know, what is causing people when they go to this beach to age so rapidly? And they age at the rate of every half hour is a year, which means in Dennis's life, in an hour, he'd be in a wheelchair. In two hours, he'd be pushing up daisies. That's right. I would be dirt. It would be dirt. Um, it was. Well, I don't want to stay. Give, stay tuned for the final review, but right, we're not going to give spoilers it. away because it's just out there. Um, we didn't give a shit about He-Man after yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't give a shit about He-Man. But old, I, I will tell you up front, we love this movie more right. than I thought either of us would. I, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. Um, the characters were diverse, and I don't mean in terms of identity and stuff, even though they were, it was just a diverse group. You had uh, you had the main characters, which were mom and dad and their six-year-old son, 11-year-old daughter, or 12, something like that, 11 or 12. You had a doctor, his trophy wife, his 70-plus-year-old uh, mom, and her little doggy. Yeah, and by the way, the trophy wife is Abby Lee from... Uh... If you guys watch um, the Lovecraft uh, show on um, on HBO Max, mm -hmm. she plays the really hot uh, blonde um, that that's from there, and she's great. I'm not gonna body it, shame. It, it, it did not look the woman like quite like when she her. was in a bikini. I'm just saying she could eat a burger and gain about 15. I, I if, don't. Well, if, she's she's if, tall and slender. I mean, that is her but style. Here's the I think she looks great. If, the camera adds 10 pounds. In real life, that woman must be a rail. Well, I think she looked a little different than in, in the show, and I think they did that on purpose for this movie. Yeah. I do, because so, she's great. So you got that couple. Then you've got this other couple, uh, which, you know, no kids or anything. Oh, yeah, and then the, the doctor, the hot trophy wife that he's talking about, the doctor's mother in her 70s, they have a six-year-old girl as well. And then there's the other couple that are, it's just a married couple, and they're all the ones that go to the beach. Starting off on the beach, you have uh, this big black dude who's a rapper, and then his, uh, his girl that he literally, I think he said he just met. Yeah, they just met there. They just on, met at the island. At the island. And, uh, and those are the characters. And that's, I mean, M. Lake Shyamalan always has a small role in the movie. He does. But it basically takes place all on the beach after the initial setup. Um, it's not a big spoiler that they ate every half hour that goes by. If you if you saw the preview, they, they actually gave away a little too much, we thought, in the previews. Yeah. Because there were a couple of things that they gave away in the previews. They're like, damn, if you wouldn't have done that, that would have been a huge impactful surprise. Right. Because you really did have a couple of really interesting sure. twists. But you literally gave away one of the big ones just from watching the trailer. The trailer, and uh, we're not we're not going to say what it is. Uh, but uh, and this is a short review because it's it's weird when we give a positive review, we don't want to ruin things unless obviously if we're revisiting a movie which we've done that's you know six seven even two years old. That's different. And we can talk about it as long as we want. Now, a lot of you guys haven't seen it. That's why we don't want to spoil right. this because this is worth not spoiling. It's good. But in one of our future ones, if you come on there and you let us know you saw old, you can let us know. and We can always hit on some stuff because by then it's good. But 
you know, uh, Rufus uh, Sewell, um, you know, he played the the doctor and we all, he was a great villain from um, A Knight's Tale and stuff like that. And um, it's been, like I said, they have great casting. They, all the different things that they put together and it's just great. You know, they get to this island, everybody, they take them to this beach and you'll understand why later on. And they're not allowed to leave the beach because certain things happen and they're stuck on this beach and then they wind up aging. So how do they get around it? What happens to them? It, it is, it, was, it is I, suspenseful. It is suspenseful. dramatic. It's, you know, it has that, that typical M night Shyamalan, you know, my daughter's like, it's a horror movie. I don't want to see a horror. And she didn't go, but it's not a horror movie. It's a mystery thriller. Right. But still, M. Night gets those little moments in there that can be kind of creepy. Not scary, but just like, wow, that's creepy as fuck. Um, moments in the movie. Uh, I I would recommend seeing it. I would definitely recommend seeing it on the big screen. Yep. And I thought it was great. There's there's one great twist that we won't bring up, but, you know, he does. He keeps you going. You're like, well, why would this be? Why is this happening? Why? And you're always asking the question, Why? And sometimes he doesn't deliver very well on it. Right. He did. He answered everything. And you finish that movie going, wow, this is really cool. And we, we got good closure on this. So I I was thrilled with this movie way more than I thought I was going to be. Yep. So our CDC rating, I'm going to flat out give it a 9.2. I thought it was that good. Um, and like Dennis said, not all of his movies are hits. Uh I never saw the village just don't care once i actually it was like a couple years later i heard with the whole maybe not even that it was probably within months after it came out i heard what the whole twist ending was and i was like yeah still don't care yeah i hate Cause, i hate because sometimes i'll find out what a twist ending is and some people would just be like forget it it's ruined i don't even care now but sometimes for me i'll find out the twist ending and be like oh now i want to see how they got there yeah. And it's even more enticing. The village, I was like, sounds dumb, don't care. Signs, on the other hand, with uh, Mel Gibson, I yeah. thought that was really good. Unbreakable. What was the one? There was one that came out. It might have been one right before this a few years back with Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. I don't remember it, but I know I didn't see it because it just, there was nothing about it that looked interesting to me. So, I don't know. Now I'm thinking Planet of the Apes. So I give it a 9.2. And we're close on this one. I'm I'm giving it a nine. Oh, it was a really solid, uh, a really solid um, storyline. Like I said, it hit all the points. It wrapped up nice. Um, all of the characters were believable. Even mm -hmm. even the the surprise little young character that they meet. Everybody gave a great performance. Um, and it was believable dialogue. It was interesting and believable story. It was really solid. A couple of little things I would have liked to have uh, seen him pull out uh, or delve into just a little more. But no, absolutely go see this. Um, if you haven't seen He-Man, skip that and, and go pay the save, money to go see your, this. This was really good on a big screen. Yeah, save your two and a half hours of He-Man and go see this because this is roughly about two hours. So, so there you have it, guys. Um, we will nah, probably not be here month Friday because Friday we might be seeing Snake Eyes. We, we really want to see Snake Eyes. So if we get a chance to see it really early, we'll probably be on to talk about it. If it, it just looks like now that might not be the case, you know, we, we might have Miss Happy Hour on, on Friday and then come back on Monday. Yep. So anyhow. That is a that is the show. I'll, I'll be putting out the uh, quick flips hopefully tomorrow, and then try and get some of the full reviews in on them. So keep an eye open for those. If you guys got any requests or shoutouts, uh, let us know. And then this next week we're going to do a podcast. We're going to talk about Batman Fortnite. We're going to do the code giveaway, and we're going to release the um, contest. So we're going to do a separate video just for that because we've had a lot of people asking. We're going to give all the uh, all six codes out to one lucky winner um from who watches our our, our show and uh, if you haven't backed first man yet my new graphic novel on indiegogo it's volume two the featured tier if you never got volume one is uh is volume one two and the program book which is a behind the scenes making of first man uh check it out great fun comics 
You will love it. I guarantee it. Everybody that has got the first one is just can't wait for the second one. So uh, get on board with First Man and uh, support Indie Comics. Guys, we will uh, be back. And uh, round of applause, I think, don't you think? You know, that was so. Oh, yeah, that is so nice. You didn't have to do that. But we always appreciate it. We appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, we will see you guys later. We're going to get some food now. So, yeah, bye bye. Bye, everybody. everybody. Thanks.